Hi, this is Daniel Drelshek, and today on the episode of Podcasts, I'm talking to Bain Kurtz and Jack O'Rourke about the upcoming play- playoffs for the hockey team. Welcome to Podcasts, bringing the eye to your ear. So we're here with Ignatius Hockey Captain, three-time varsity player, and two-time state champion, Bain Kurtz. So with all your accomplishments to your name, what has been your best memory uh, in your nice hockey career? I think uh, my favorite and best memory is probably winning state championships the last two years because, you know, that's the goal that you're chasing with your team throughout the whole entire year. So to come together with all your buddies to do that is just awesome. So I think that's probably my favorite one. So being captain, what are your best attributes you think you bring to your team on and off the ice? I feel like I'm a pretty good leader. I'm not very shy. I'm really, I kind of talk a lot, so I think the fact that I just feel like I do a pretty good job expressing like what I want to say and like how I want to say it to the guys is something that I feel like I do pretty well. So you've traveled many miles to face the best competition in the U.S. and in Canada. Who was the toughest team you faced, and having faced them, how has that prepared you to take on the pressures of the state tournament? When I think of the toughest team we play, I probably, it's kind of tough. I kind of think of three different teams. We played uh, Fox Motors at one point in the year, lost 6 to nothing. They were really good. We played uh, Detroit Central Catholic, who we lost to 6-1. to one. They were really good. And we also lost to Upper Canada College pretty bad. So it's tough to tell, but one of those three teams definitely – one of the best teams you played all year. And I think it just showed us the kind of pace of play that we want to get to. Like that's the goal we're kind of striving for, to be able to play as fast and as clean as they do. So I think that playing teams like that just shows you like kind of what the end goal is supposed to be. So your upcoming opponent, Dublin Jerome, what do you know about them? And the, uh, what do you know about them first? Honestly, I really don't know too much about them. I was looking to see who they played. We haven't really played any similar teams. We haven't seen them at any tournaments or we haven't been to any of their games really, so it's going to kind of be a surprise to see how they are. But yeah. they got to be a good team. I mean, they so made do you have any uh, plans going into the game? Uh, not, not particularly. Just don't take anybody lightly at this point. I mean, it's the playoffs, so anything can happen to anybody. Everyone's playing different hockey than they did in the regular season, so... I think we're just going to go in, we're going to try and feel them out for the first couple minutes, and then just go from there, I guess. All right, so last question. What, what will be yours or the team's number one song before, uh, before the game in the locker room? <sighs> number one song? I don't know. That's a tough one. Joey Trobenner's usually on the Hawks, so he's usually got some weird SoundCloud remix that he's got going, so... Probably whatever whatever one he's in the mood for, I guess, for this weekend. All right, so now I'm joined with uh, Jack O'Rourke, SIBN broadcaster for the hockey team. So looking back at the previous playoff games, what positives and negatives can you take from watching them play? How can we apply these to the games moving forward? You know, obviously, I don't think we played I mean, a perfect game, but I think we played very well. We played very consistently. We got shots on that, and... Uh, you know, when you come to the playoffs, you know, you can throw everything out the window. I mean, we played a very tough schedule. We did very well this year, but, you know, things just, you kind of just have to throw everything out and uh, play your style of hockey and what we've been working for all year, fast style play. And I think we did that. You know, we were physical. I think we 
gone to their heads with them. We scored goals with guys like Bain over here, and uh, we. Just, I think we. I think we finished on probably two of our three or four like really really good chances that we should have scored on, and you know we got it done when it mattered. And I think we just need to keep our heads level because you know one of the big things is when you have such a young team. I mean, we lo- we lost a lot last year. You probably how many sophomores do we have? Like eleven. So, yeah. yeah, like 11 sophomores. I mean, these kids have never, most likely never played nationwide or either in a, that big of a game until now. And it's just nice to see the way that they came together and played well. And if they can keep that up in the next uh, game, hopefully two games, then I think it, there's a chance we can get a free day. Yeah, so obviously you said that you had 11 sophomores on the team. So, Bain, what do you think excites you uh, most about all the talent coming up in the next two years? I just think, like you said, it's super exciting because at the beginning of the year, the sophomores are still trying to feel around, like, you know, figure out, like, what they can contribute to the team and how they can get better. But already by the end of the season, I've already seen every single one of them get so much better. So just to think about what they're going to be like by their senior year, a couple years from now, it's just going to be crazy to be able to watch them play. They're going to be so good. So Dublin Jerome is uh, who we're going to be facing in the state semifinals. Jack, uh, what can we expect, and what is the game plan looking like for the Cats? Uh, I don't know if we can release the game plan, but I think they're a very good team as well. They're well coached. Uh, they have the coach of the year actually in the state of Ohio, Mr. Pat Murphy. I think uh, they're based very defensively. They have a very good goaltender in Harrison Graff, who did not or only allowed one goal in the dis- district final of Columbus, who's been a two-year starter now. So he's kind of he's also a junior, so very similar to Benny Saver, you know, in a sense of young goalie last year, got pretty far in the playoffs, obviously we ended up winning, but they didn't, and uh, I think he's number two goalie in the state of Ohio, so we're going to have to expect a lot out of ourselves, I mean, it's going to be tough, you know, I think one thing that when we when we came back to Ohio for the Power Tournament, in my opinion, I think we thought we were just going to, like, come out and just score goals consistently right away, and that didn't exactly happen right away, and I think we need to be able to recover that, especially because we're playing a very good goalie this week, and we have to prepare for him mentally as well. They have another good defenseman, Ryan Jenkins, a few good forwards, guys like Carter Patchett and Trent Belly, from my notes, who I think could come out to play very well for them as well. So I think we just need to be prepared, not take anybody lightly, and uh, not overthink anything too much because, I mean, I still think we're a very good team at the end of the day, and as long as we're here at the end, I think it should go well. So on the other side of the bracket, we see pretty familiar faces in Toledo San Francis and University School. So uh, I know it's a little early, but give me your prediction on who you think the Cats will face if we are able to win on uh, Friday. Ben, what are you going with? I th- I'm thinking U.S. I honestly really have no idea. <laughs> and both teams are good. They played each other earlier in the year. I think Franny's won 4-2, but like you said, it's the playoffs. Like Anybody can get high. Anybody can have a good game. Anybody can have a bad game, so... Honestly, I really think it could be either. I wouldn't be surprised. If yeah, that'll be 50 50. So, uh, last question. I know, Jack, your dad's pretty humble, but uh, what do you think is the craziest thing he's done after coming back to the locker room with uh, a big win? Like, it was a winner. I think I think a loss, you can probably get more stories. But um, I don't know. I think he's he's pretty to himself a lot of the time. He's kind of kind of a quiet guy. I, don't, I mean, he's he just has his, like, craziness in the locker room sometimes. But he's... He's kind of like chill, laid back, I and mean, he's not. He doesn't really. At least I don't think so. I don't think he really tends to like try and go off on one kid like in the locker room by himself. I mean, because I, I don't think he likes to embarrass kids. But hopefully, he doesn't like to embarrass kids. But I don't think he does. So um, 
I don't know. I think he's just more of a get ready for the next game. I mean, they the coaches went out to eat right after the game, and they just right away started talking about Dublin Jerome or about the semifinal game. So I think it's a testament to the coaching staff and how they really don't take a lot of time off. I mean, when you have guys like Rob, uh, Coach Rob Gramsius is constantly thinking hockey and trying to get the team going. You know, it's a, it's a blessing to have that kind of coaching staff. All right. Thank you, and good luck on Friday. Thank you.